Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host who proves you don't have to be a fanatic to be fit, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, we looked at symptoms that you might experience that you should never ignore. You should contact 911 immediately. So, you really need to listen to that episode because it could potentially save your life. This week, I kind of changed gears from what I was planning on doing. And, and I, the reason for that is earlier this morning, I was interviewed for a podcast that's targeted towards gym owners and fitness professionals. And they wanted to get exactly how I run my business and talk about that. And when I was doing it, I went, they asked me about how I got into the fitness space and I wanted to kind of share that again because it's very pertinent to what I want to talk about today. When I was raised, I, I wasn't athletic. I was the, the math science kid in school. I was kind of chubby. I mean, I wasn't, wasn't a fat kid, but I was, I was kind of chubby. I was non-athletic. I was not coordinated. So, and I, I went through life doing that. Um, I, I was not an athlete at all. I went to a gym a couple of times with friends, um, considered myself to be in pretty good shape, although it I really wasn't, but I considered myself to be in pretty good shape, and I was working on a construction site one summer, and I started feeling tightness in my chest. I thought, I probably need to get this checked out, so I went to the doctor, and they did all the tests that they needed to do, and when they came in to give me my diagnosis, they very politely told me that I was fat. Um, what they said was you have gained 10 pounds a year for the last five years and that, and you started out 10 pounds too heavy. So you're 60 pounds overweight. And the doctor told me he was going to give me some medicine for it, but I would end up having to take this medicine the rest of my life unless I lost some weight. And as he was walking out the door, as he shut the door, he said, and you know how to do that, shut the door and walked out. And I thought, if I knew how to lose weight, I wouldn't be fat. And it was kind of an eye-opener because I never really thought of myself as being overweight, but I realized I am overweight, or I was. And so I had to figure out what to do about it. Well, being the math and science nerd that I am, I started looking it up because I didn't want to do these fad things where you lose 20 pounds in 20 minutes. Um, I, I wanted to see how this should be done correctly. And that led me to really getting fascinated by health and fitness. And I went on and got um, started out. I got a uh, certification by the American College of Sports Medicine and exercise physiology. And then I went back and got a master's degree in health and fitness because this stuff really and truly fascinates me. But the other thing I figured out was... Um, when you go, when you start something like this, it, it's kind of scary. And my wife had gone to a meeting about how to help grow churches. And, and she said that it was really interesting that at that time, the fastest growing churches were in strip malls and in old movie theaters. And it's because people who weren't raised in church and who didn't go to church, they just didn't go to church. Those places were creepy. They've got weird seating. They've got weird windows. They've got weird music. They're just really weird, and they, they didn't know what to do. They, if they wanted to go to church, it was just way too far out of their comfort zone. And I thought about when I first you know, I was decided I had to lose weight, I joined a gym, and I went in there, and, and I didn't know what to wear. I didn't know the etiquette. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where the weights were. I, I mean, they gave me a, 
20-minute introductory thing, and then you're on your own. And, you know, I really didn't know what to do, and I didn't know what to expect, and I really didn't want to go. And I realized that's the exact same thing with any of these other exercise things. If you're not somebody that does this, you don't know what to do, and it's really, really intimidating. And since most of us are intimidated, we do nothing. 80% of us, that's 8 out of 10, do not meet the guidelines for exercise. And you may think, big deal, but this is where I start to get really passionate about it. 650,000 people will have a heart attack this year in the United States. 600,000 will have a stroke. 290,000 will be developed will be diagnosed with breast cancer. 270,000 will be diagnosed with prostate cancer, and 150,000 will be diagnosed with colorectal cancer. And exercise can significantly reduce your chances of all of those. I mean, it'll lower your risk of colon and breast cancer by up to 40% and your prostate cancer by 30%. If you happen to get diagnosed with cancer, it increases your survivorship by 60%. And according to the American Heart Association, just minimal exercise could save 250,000 lives this year. And that's just the really serious stuff. Um, As far as quality of life, exercise has been proven to reduce pain in arthritis patients. It's been proven to help treat ED. It improves walking distance in people with COPD. It significantly reduces lower back pain. It improves mood. It lessens depression and anxiety. And it lowers age-related cognitive decline. So it not only helps you live longer, but it helps that longer life to have a much higher quality of life. Now, the exercise guidelines say five days a week, 30 minutes a day of moderate exercise. But one study that was done just recently found that just 15 minutes a day, and that's total. That's not 15 minutes at one time. That can be three uh, five-minute bouts of exercise. That can be five three-minute bouts of exercise, although really a five- to ten-minute bout is the best. But just 15 minutes of exercise a day lowered all causes of death by 14% and increased life expectancy by three years. And adding another 15 minutes to that increased your life expect or increased your chance of surviving an extra 4%. But you know, just knowing all these statistics, that really doesn't help any because you go back to what I said a few minutes ago. It's scary. It's outside of your comfort zone. It's something you just don't want to do. Um, A lot of times when you exercise, you get sweaty, you get tired, you get sore. You don't have to exercise that hard. Moderate exercise. That's what we're aiming for is moderate exercise. Moderate exercise is just to where you're going to breathe a little heavier. Instead of your normal slow rate breathing, whenever you're huffing and puffing just a little bit, I mean, it's not gasping for air. You can still talk. You just can't sing happy birthday. So if you can exercise that hard, that's plenty. You don't have to be drenched in sweat and suffering and agony like the people on the Gatorade commercials. All you got to do is just exercise a little bit. And when it comes to exercise, a lot of people are in denial like I was. Hey, and I'm active. I'm, I'm out here. I'm working on a construction site. I do a lot of stuff. And there are people I know that are in the same amount of denial. They tell me how they're in good shape, but they don't exercise. And they get confused about the fact that they are somewhat active during the day, um, with that being you don't need to exercise. 
activity and exercise are two separate things, and activity is probably more important than exercise. So being active is outstanding. But there's something that changes physiologically, something in the chemistry and everything else of your body that changes when you get that heart rate up just a little bit more and you do actual exercise, actual intentional exercise. So I recommend you do something. Now, I know it's still intimidating. Even if you say, well, I'm going to go for a walk at the park. Well, God, there's other people at the park. What if I'm not wearing the right things? What if my shoes aren't the right kind of shoes? Do I need to go buy new shoes? No, you don't need to. You just need to get up and do something. But I understand that it's intimidating. If you have a friend that will go with you, there's safety in numbers. It feels so much better to know that both of you are doing the same thing. Go to If you're going to go to an exercise class, go with someone you trust. And if you don't exercise, make sure that it's a beginner level class. But whatever you do, do something Find something you can do that's going to increase your exercise level. And if you're a non-exerciser right now and you can manage to exercise five minutes, three days next week, wow, that's a win. I'm proud of you. And if you can find somebody to do it with you, that's a double win. And if you can share this podcast with somebody and send a message to them and say, hey, this is our cue. Let's decide to start doing something. I am so proud of you. And that will help make your fitness journey just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.